everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. My name is Kimberly. I'm the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are Girls with Dogs. <laughs> how you doing, Kathy? <laughs> I'm fine. Holly, how are we doing? <laughs> you joining the show today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I thought about you this morning. It was 31 degrees. Oh, and I went up. really? Yes. yes. It's it's actually kind of warm here. I mean, not warm, but I went for a walk with just like a little windbreaker on. I just knew it was going to be a quick half a block pee poop. Let's go back. Oh, no. I think (laughs) Carly's daddy was Prancer. (laughs) The colder the weather, the more he seems to come like alive. So, um, so yeah, it was a great morning. Hey, side note. Mm -hmm. Do you watch, I am slow to the game, so don't nobody laugh at me. Do you watch Yellowstone? No, and I am not going to watch Yellowstone. Oh. I wish y'all people would stop talking about Yellowstone. Look here. <laughs> you got to watch Yellowstone because Johan is on that show. Is he now? That's all I have to, look at you. <laughs> I mean, tone change and everything. No, it's a great show. I am on. I've I'm heard. Watching- Season four. I started this like two weeks ago. I'm so tired. I've been staying way later during the week on my bedtime. Just one more episode. One more episode. I love this show. Yeah, I I am. It's it's just going to go into one of those areas where I'm going to be by myself in the corner of America going, nope, just not interested. I don't like period pieces unless they come from a certain period. Um, Let me tell you something. I don't know much about Montana. However, I will just say that I like cowboy shows <laughs> and I love Kevin Costner. And there's this one character that I swear if you knock on my door, I have to tell Lisa. <laughs> I just have to go. Because oh, um, someone told me that they kill coyotes on this show. They kill a lot of things. See? But it's a very, but you like, you like gore and you do. No, no, I do not. I like fake stuff. You know, like, you know, Jeepers Creepers. I like fake stuff. I don't like real stuff. Girl, the coyote went home after filming. Okay. Uh um, You know, don't, don't guess not a true story. (laughs) It is just so intense and it's rough i mean it's real rough the language is a tr- i watch succession because it's off the chain i like succession because i like to w- watch very rich white people go for each other's throats no because no. I, I listen i'm you got you got to give this a shot see succession is awesome and i i never know who I, who i'm rooting for they're all evil, but I love them all. And they all got problems and they're coming back and I can't wait. Yeah, I found it. Oh, nice. I found it. It it's was so that- little. Is that the book? Well, you should see the thing. The thing is like not that much bigger than a book, wow. but yeah, it's it's pocket size. It's condensed. Yes, it is. I mean, it, it doesn't have that many recipes, but so I did find my book. So now I'm ready to... Um, I may do something tomorrow. And mm-hmm. since we're still in peanut butter month, I think, um, 
on our way out of it, actually. That was January. I think I'm going to go with something simple like peanut butter pumpkin treats. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you said don't mail you any. You can mail me some. Mm. <laughs> that, that sounded like, uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, and you know what I'm still using? Hmm. My balance sheets. Are you still using those? I buy them now. They are regular. They're a staple. In I my have store. never seen them at my store. For $12, I'm not sending you anymore. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. <laughs> fine um, by me. But yes, I saw them. Now, I was really disappointed because I saw um, like the four pack on sale really cheap. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed it um, to then get home and realize reading is fundamental because I got the unscented. So I was very disappointed. So I use that on sheets and stuff. Yeah. I like well, my clothes now. I just use the regular bounce on my stuff and it's 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 fine. It's Sweet. fine. But nothing's happening in my world. I'm getting over a cold. I was sick for the past couple of days. No. And so I think I just needed to sleep because mostly I just slept. I was, I was, it's, it's funny because after, you know, two years and, and dealing with COVID a couple of times, um, <clears throat> I, every, you know, I compare everything to COVID. So I was just like, well, no, I'm, I, I feel like I'm coming down with something, but I'm not sick because I'm comparing it to what it feels like to have COVID. I've forgotten what it feels like just to have a cold. And so after a few days of battling with it, I decided to take a couple of days off and just relax. And man, I slept for so long. It felt good. Even the the puppy was sleeping. Just sort of like, I guess this is what we're doing. Oh, my. So you're trying to say that there was the value in your COVID experiences resulted in. Oh, am I finishing that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's resulted in me not um, being a big baby when I get a cold. Okay. So, yeah, I okay. guess. Because I am, a, I, I'm not a good sick person, <clears throat> but yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure I will get a bad cold some days, but um, not today, knock on wood. So our guest is back. So I'm going to invite her in. And so oh. today we have a guest. Um, do you know how to pronounce her last name? It's Kara Hanrahan. The last name. We don't use last names. Well, Kara. Kara is joining us, and we're going to talk about traveling with our dogs because that's something that I definitely do not do because I have four dogs and I don't have a vehicle that can hold all of us comfortably for a long period of time. But you travel with your dogs, don't you? Sometimes I travel. Well, define travel with my dogs because I do travel with them with Jacks now. I haven't gone long distance in a while because of Harley. I think the last long distance trip I took by car was Christmas of last year. And I mean, like 21, I don't really consider this past December, like last year's Christmas. So December 21 was the last time I put Harley in a car. And um, we recognized and realized that was too tough for him. All right. So yes, in terms of everyday hanging out. Yes, we do that a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the most we do is we travel around the city. Um, and you know, <clears throat> that's that's ba- that's basically it. We travel around the city. Travel around the city is fine. 
That's still <laughs> traveling. But, you're, but we're talking about going away away. Yeah, going away away. That's something yeah. I haven't done. I've, I mean, well, let's, years, let's years, and years, years and years and years and years and years ago, when we had Sydney still, when Rod, we just had Rodrigo and Sydney, Johan and I drove a few hours to Lake Wenatchee and we rented a house for a long weekend. Oh, wait, that, stop. Say that again. You did what? You went where? I'm not going to do that because I feel like you're making fun of me. I'm not. I just, that's something I've never, if I talked about Guatemala Island, you'd ask me to say it again. <laughs> Lake Wenatchee. Okay. Hi, Kara. Hi, Kara. I'm so sorry about that. I had everything all set up and ready to go. And then it decided to start raining. So <laughs> super quick, grabbed everything, ran inside, set it all back up. So here I am. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Well, this rental house is really small, so I it's I didn't have anywhere to separate the dogs out. So I thought, all right, it would probably be best if I just did it outside because I can tire them out. So we ran around for an hour. I got everybody super tired. Everybody was laying down, sleeping. I had everything set up next to me. And then at literally 12.02, the skies opened up. So it was not meant to be. I'm I'm like looking behind you because I'm looking at all the books. There's oh, a my lot. God. I know I'm, I'm like a book person. So I'm on one side, I see all the books on the other side. I see sky vodka. And I'm like, yes, that's so my husband made, I don't know if you can see it. He made us a bar out of an old um, male Jeep grill. Nice. Um, and so it was the only pieces of furniture that we really brought with us when we moved are the things that he made um, and the couch and the bed. So <laughs> So that had to be used for something. Love it. Love it. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank Thank you for joining us today. This is so exciting and fun. I'm really excited and also (laughs) really nervous, but mostly excited. I I hope so. People are nervous. We should start recording in the, in the late evening and then they can drink. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's five o'clock somewhere. I could pour myself some sky vodka and. My this isn't, well, this isn't vodka, but it's juice. I'm drinking My something. Husband. Well, I'm hydrating for later. Uh, Good for you. Water. Yeah. Water. Always water. Um, all right. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And Kimberly, you want to get us started? So, um, well, first of all, Kathy, you don't know this, but Kara edited my book. So right here, I still have it. I yeah, gone that was going to be my question. Did you do any of your editing? Because the last few weeks in a row I've listened and each week you said you had your editing in front of you ready to go. Did you do it yet? No. Get it, girl. Go ahead. No. Get it. I have walked around the house. It's, it's, you can see it's a little wrinkled in areas. I have been carrying this around the house for two weeks. Oh, boy. And it's like today is the day. I told Johan, this is the weekend where I am going to sit down and knock out and start knocking this out. Because I have to send a copy of this down to an editor in Peru, and they're going to um, publish it down there hmm. in Spanish. Oh, okay. Olé. I know zero Spanish. Olé. <laughs> That's a lie. I know bad Spanish that my friend taught me bad words in because she's Mexican. I know, I, I know donde es el baño. And that sad because I used to be fluent in Spanish. And the second I lost the, well, when I left school and I wasn't speaking it anymore, it went away, but I kept, where is the bathroom? Okay. Okay. So 
Kara is here because you go places with your dog. You travel with your dogs. And that's what we were going to talk about is traveling with our dogs. One of the things that I, the reason why I don't travel with my dogs is for many reasons. One, I don't have a vehicle big enough where all of us can be comfortable plus have baggage and, and things like that. And also, since I have four dogs, finding places to travel to with four big dogs is next to impossible. And so how many dogs do you have and where do you travel to and why? Why are you this person who travels? <laughs> so I have three dogs. Um, I, I had two of my own. Um, Copper, he's a mixed breed, which for a long time I didn't know what he was, but I finally caved and did the DNA test and he is... Great Pyrenees mixed with a blue tick coonhound and uh, super mutt, essentially. Um, and then a golden retriever. So I have the big boys. They're both about 60 pounds. Um, I met my husband uh, a few years ago, and he has a small, dainty little dog. Uh, her name is Piper. She is only about 35 pounds, um, a Catahoula leopard mix. Um, and so we both met through Jeeps and through a love of travel. So, um, you know, I have a small Jeep. It's a two-door Jeep Wrangler. And if we had only that vehicle, we definitely would not be able to take the dogs with us places. Um, because I, I actually, I don't even have a backseat anymore. So in order to fit the three dogs back there, the backseat got taken out and I sold it. (laughs) So, yeah, so it's a two-seater. It's him, me, and the dogs. Um, but when we go off-roading, he has a Jeep truck, an old 1991 Comanche. So when we go off-road and we go to, we, we each take our vehicle. So we just caravan behind each other. So the dogs go with me, all the camping equipment and tools and stuff for the vehicles go with him. And, um, essentially every spare inch of space is usually packed to the brim. So it's, it's a lot, but it's worth it because it's a lot of fun. So when you guys are traveling, are you staying at hotels, motels, camping? For the most part, we don't. We usually camp. So it depends if it's freezing cold and there's no other choice. We'll still camp. You can camp in the snow. It's not enjoyable to be in a tent in the snow. Um, but where you, then you run into a lot of expenses if you're staying places. So you can rent an Airbnb, uh, which is usually, I mean, I don't think I've seen one for under a hundred dollars a night in years. Um, so that can be tough. You can find pet friendly motels, which are usually not very their standards don't, don't always seem to be quite as high. So they're, those are like the the two and a half, three star motels that, um, I almost would rather just sleep in my tent. So, um, unless you want to spend a ton of money on Airbnbs to stay somewhere every night, it's a lot easier to just camp. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do most of the time. And so are you guys, you guys just enjoy traveling or are you into agility or what are you doing out there on the road? We love to hike. Uh, we love to just see beautiful scenery. Um, you know, the off-roading is, it's like a whole community. People like to joke that Jeep people are like Jeeping is a cult, which I don't know about the definition of a cult. I might agree in some aspects, Uh, (laughs) but you know, it's, it's just this whole really awesome community that people are really supportive of each other and always willing to help each other out. It's really nice. I mean, I've seen people on a Jeep page post, uh, I just drove by so-and-so in this place and they're stranded. Can anybody come and give them a tow? And someone will drive for 45 minutes to come and tow this person. Like, it's really crazy. Um, so we go on adventures to get 
badge trails. So the Jeep brand sponsors trails in different areas, different off-roading parks, different mountains, um, where essentially you go to this place and you check in on their app. And and so you're checking into the badge. Um, So you do the check-in, you do the trail, and then at the end, you request your badge. They send you the badge in the mail and you can do whatever you want with it. You can put it in a shadow box. You could stick it to the side of your Jeep, which is what I do. You could throw it in a drawer and forget about it. Uh, but it's, it's fun. You know, it's the challenge of doing it. There's a little bit of adrenaline there because there have been times where I have had my heart racing, going down a cliff or you're sideways off camber in your Jeep. And you're like, Oh my God, what if I roll over? (laughs) So it's fun. And I'm definitely a more cautious wheeler when I have the dogs with me because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more cognizant of their safety, I guess, than of mine. How much, how many badges do you have so far? Oh boy, I'd have to go and count them. Maybe 20 to 25 or so. Nice. And I think that's about half of what are out there. So nice. Well yeah. done. It's a lot of fun. Well done. So um I know that you work in the medical field, which is funny because all three of us work in the medical field. I'm I work in the accounting side. Um, Kathy works in the therapy dog side. And so I'm curious to know about, you know, your experience with um, dogs in the hospital and because that's such a new world that we're living in now. You know, I didn't get to see that a lot. So when I worked in internal medicine, um, most of my time has been spent in the emergency department. So when I did internal medicine and I was a floor nurse, uh, I would see therapy dogs come by once in a blue moon. The hospital I worked at was really small. Um, and there was just one woman who would come and she had two different dogs. And depending on the day, you know, one of the dogs would be there. And sometimes it was for the patients and sometimes it was just for the staff, which was great. But once I went down to the emergency department, it seems like, you know, I don't know if there's no time or just space for the dogs because it's just so you know, busy and always something is always happening. You never know what's going to roll through the door. Um, You have to have the hallways clear if somebody comes in, you know, God forbid, needing life-saving measures. And so I, I don't think that I have ever seen a therapy dog come down to the emergency department. A lot of hospitals don't always have a, a volunteer service department, you know, a, a fixated department dedicated to having volunteers work in a hospital. Therefore, they don't get an opportunity to build like a robust therapy animal program. So that's probably why you may have had one or two that hang out in the lobby area and, you know, maybe go into some of the ICU surgical waiting rooms, things like that, so that, you know, the people are there can either ignore the dog or look at the dog and smile and then have a visit. Uh, but yeah, but I was curious about that because I did not know um, how popular it was out in California. Well, I can't speak for California yet uh, because I don't start work until Monday. But I was told that Stanford Hospital has a therapy dog that comes. And I, I'm not sure if it's every Tuesday or if it's one Tuesday a month, but I'm really excited to experience this dog. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to circle back. I'm going to give you 90 days to find out everything you can. No, I will. I will. (laughs) So when we talk about traveling with your dog, um, a lot of people travel to specific destinations pretty much probably 
families um, visits going from one part of the country to the other. And I'm always amazed to find to ask people this really, really ridiculous question. When you're traveling and you're by yourself and you have your dogs, does that ever happen? First of all, are you or do you and your husband always travel together? For the most part, we go together. Um, he did have to travel separately with them. Uh, last fall, he drove up with them to Seattle because I had um, I had to go from California back to Buffalo for unfortunately a family emergency and he was working. So he had to stay home in California. So I traveled alone to Buffalo. I was there for uh, several weeks and then I flew to Seattle and he drove to, drove, drove to Seattle, uh, with the dogs and met me there. But for the most part, if we are going somewhere where the dogs are also going, it's because we're taking some kind of trip together. We don't hike alone and we don't off-road alone. So when I travel um, alone with the dogs, typically it's an eight hour, it's an eight hour drive if they were not with me. It's mm-hmm. going to be about nine and a half if they are. I've gotten it down to a science where I literally leave my house about three in the morning because from three to eight, they're going to sleep. So I don't have a problem with night driving at all. Um, so I'm okay. Um, but then it's the bathroom. And I always want to know now for me, I'm on an interstate. And so I do what you're not supposed to do, but I don't know any other thing to do at seven thirty, eight o'clock when they're awake, we'll stop and do the breakfast thing and all of that. Um, at that point I have taken, I mean, teeny tiny sips of water, <laughs> um, but I'm going to have to go to the bathroom myself. And then if we're going to have an enjoyable ride by eight o'clock, I need a cup of coffee. So I'll stop at the rest stops and let them do their business. But it's just me. You know, I cannot just squat behind a tree or a sign. I got to go into the rest area and I have two dogs and I am always glared at, snickered at and cussed at because everybody wants to point and show me the signs that say, you know, like they'll have the the oh, little God. infograph of a dog or a cat and the line. Yeah. Through it. But I don't know what your expectation is that I'm supposed to do. I've already let them go to the bathroom. So if anybody is interested in a free dog, they've already seen me come out of the car and then put them back in. I'm just supposed to lock the door, pray, pee fast and hope for the best. I, I don't think so. So I'm curious if anybody else is listening, who else that travels with their dogs by themselves, um, if they run into that problem, just like, and I know this is asking a whole lot, <laughs> just like they have those family, because, you know, I did go in one of them once. Oh, man, yeah. this lady was livid with her little toddler. Um, she was going in after me and she said something to the effect of, People take this dog bleep to, uh, you know, to levels where it's, <laughs> and I'm thinking you going in there with your child who's probably got a loaded pamper. You know, my dogs aren't using the family restaurant. They're just in there with me because it's bigger than a regular stall. But um, I'm just curious as to how other people do that travel thing with the bathroom. It's tough. Yeah. And you're not going to survive nine hours without. I, I mean, I can't without using the restroom. 
Stop smiling, Kimberly. That, I mean, that was just so much. It was so much. It's so much. It's so much. I'm like waiting. I'm waiting for Kimberly to jump in and be like, you do what in the bathroom? <laughs> it's so much because I'm sitting here like I would, I honestly wouldn't know what to do. I would just be arguing with people because it's like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta get it, you gotta get into a almost like a character. You know, it's like, okay, now put your game face on, you're going to use the bathroom. Um, and it's hey, cheese. But but you have you have there's there are no provisions. There's provisions for your dogs in the the, the area, but there's no provisions for you. I'm sorry, but I'm I I watch wait not I don't watch a lot, but I do watch a lot of um murder shows. And to me, that's where people go to murder people. So that's why I would have my dogs with me because it's just sort of like, I don't think the murder person is, I don't think Ted Bundy's going to mess with me when I got, he got three dogs they have to deal with too. It's just too much of a mess or four dogs. It's too much of a mess. So that's why I'd bring my dogs with me. It's like, if so, if someone got upset with me, I would be like, I don't know you. And I don't know what you up to. So I got my dogs here to protect me. Now, I've never worried about my safety in an <laughs> interstate bathroom. So now as I plan my trip, <laughs> that's going to be my thing. because It Tara, is. Not, that's where the murderers go. My dogs are not vicious dogs, Kara. But um, I think Ted was, I think he was picking up hitchhikers. I don't think he was taking girls out of the bathroom. I don't... <laughs> he could have been, though. I mean, Ted Bundy was, he was nice and personable and you know he'd follow you and you'd be like oh and he has a cast on yeah Yeah. he was a sneaky mrfer and then there's all like there's the guy with the clown face and (laughs) there were were movies growing up where you know the 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 yes it's scream it's it's scary out yeah wasn't that the the school bathroom the girls bathroom and scream Yes. Yeah. And you know no what? public place is safe. I mean, gosh, I still have from the very first Scream movie, the foot coming down off the toilet. And as you know, and you knowing that there's someone's. So it's dangerous out to, there. I'm going to leave this podcast <laughs> looking for some kind of encouragement and support. If not from no. us. All you have to do is that. you need to, you need to. Up and if someone gives you a hard time, you just tell them, I don't know you. <laughs> well, all right. So a few things, a few things come to mind. But first, <laughs> first is the first is a question. Kathy, what kind of car do you drive? I have an Equinox. Where are you going with this? Well, well, all right. So the reason I ask is because my my gas guzzling Jeep Wrangler mm-hmm. that is large and lifted can last a maximum of three hours of three-way driving before I need to get gasoline. That is the perfect amount of time for the dogs to have to pee again. So essentially, every time we stop for gas, I let the dogs go pee. And a lot of these, um, like interstate, um, you know, nice, clean chain um, gas stations will have a, like a little section for the dogs that you can take them to pee. That'll be like fenced off. And then they can run around for a second and get some energy out before you coop them back up again. Um, but some of them don't. So I've kind of had to get the dogs used to peeing. Two of them are fine. The other one is a, he's something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they'll pee on grass, gravel, 
you know, if I just stand there and I say, go potty a few times, they'll go. And then the other one won't, but he could hold his pee for 12 hours if he really had to. So, so they can pretty much pee anywhere. I will not take them into the bathroom. And I have two reasons for that. The first is for the most part, these bathrooms are, you have to go inside the gas station to get to them, you know, and it'll be like a normal bathroom with a couple of stalls. They are not well-behaved enough to go into the bathroom, to go into the facility. The first thing at face level would be consumed, whether it was a package of donuts with covered in chocolate that I'm going to have to then go find some hydrogen peroxide, you know, or a bag of chips. So there's just, it just wouldn't, would not. My dogs are not like your dogs. They are not well-behaved, Kathy. Um, I feel so seen. (laughs) You know, and I'm sitting here trying to get this visual and I'm sorry, but I'm saying to myself, I wish Harley would, but I don't go into the gas station. I go into the, you know, and I only go once. We are really bonding here, Kara. I feel like (laughs) we've grown up together. I only go once. Yeah. Um, because I'm sipping little sips, but, um, and that's, and that's at the interstate. So for me, my entire ride is going to be on the interstate, um, where you're going to have those rest stops right there, Hmm. um, off of the highway. I don't have to deviate. Like when I go get gas, depending on the the interim of time, they may go and get, um, just stand on the side of the curb and pee. Um, so I'm fine with that. It's just me as this one stop. And I know exactly where it is. Exit 97 on the Ava Gardner highway um, in North Carolina. Um, but I'll stop there and use the bathroom. And then I'm good until I get to my, my children's homes. So it's, it's just that awkwardness of knowing that I've got to battle some folks, you know, to get in there. Cause the, you know, you always have the lady that's cleaning and she'll clear her throat. Um, as if to say, I know you're not going in there. And then I have people saying, um, a dog's allowed. Didn't I see a sign? And you almost want to go, look, you want to talk to me, just talk to me. Don't talk around me. Mm-hmm. And then I will explain to you that I like my dogs probably more than, than anything in the world. And I'm not going to leave them in the car. Just not going to do that. You're such a nice person. I'm like, I wake up and choose violence because I mean, I mean, I mean, I granted, I don't take my dogs everywhere with me because as I said, I feel seen. My dogs are just not well-behaved enough to go everywhere with me. But um, when I do take my dogs places on the I'm lucky because I live in an area that's so dog friendly. It's insane. So no one bats an eye except for, I mean, even I'm giving people a side eye when they're walking around the produce department of the grocery store with their dog. I don't understand that, but everywhere else it's like, I, uh, gosh, you gave me something to really think about. Cause I honestly wouldn't know what to say or do except for just be nasty and, and make, make the day even worse for everybody. I know when, but I'm going to get off the bathroom thing now because we've just been in the toilet just way too long. Um, <laughs> there's no such thing. No, so I'm, I, let's leave it with this. I have a suggestion for you for next time. Yay. If you don't want to explain yourself. Now, I don't think Kimberly watched this because I remember the podcast where you talked about it. But Kathy, you saw the movie Dog, right? With Channing Tatum. I did. Just do the Channing Tatum. Pretend you're blind. 
I was going to say, I'm going to go ahead and put on a pair of glasses. And then, but the <laughs> sad part is. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> I'll pray for you. <laughs> what will look realistic is that I have two. All right. Yeah. yeah. Double blind. I mean, you know, that, that won't look right, but I, sometimes some people have a guide dog for their guide dog. Oh, I don't know if some people, I should say, I saw like a meme or something one day. So I should hook Harley to Jack. Yes. And let him (laughs) both of us. Yeah. Like a team of sled dogs, but it's a team of guide dogs. Yeah. (laughs) This is, this is going in a direction I never, ever fathom, but (laughs) okay i could i could try that and put it on put it on tiktok um food so i remember when Jax was much younger and we fed him and we walked him and we put him back in the car and then when we took off we rode three miles and he threw up all over the place um and it only happened that one time thank god and i think i realized what had happened but the point is you have to be very careful, I think, when you are traveling a long period of time with dogs in terms of giving them, which we did not, an opportunity to digest their food, you know? Yeah. Um, so when you're traveling, I know you're going to, um, you know, off-roading or things like that, but do you find that you have problems with um, just staying on schedule with your dogs when you're traveling, what words of encouragement would you have or suggestions for people that, you know, are doing this for the very first time? Yeah. I mean, there is no schedule for us. I love your honesty. Yeah, it is. is. So I have, um, it's actually, it's when I get nervous about things, I I make lists, makes me feel better. And I made a little list next to me about different topics that could potentially be brought up. And food was one of them. So I'm, I'm very excited that we're, we're on the list now. So, so I have, I have a bag and in case you guys well, are let visual, me just, let me just stop you. Okay. Let me just stop you right now. Since yeah. we're audio and video, go ahead and pick your list up girl, because see right now, it just looks like you got this Twitch. As you keep going to your list, <laughs> own your list now. Own it. This is great. She's my people. It's the, it's the list. I also, I'm a fidgeter. I fidget a lot. So when I'm nervous, I, I look around a lot. I touch my hair and I, I twist my ring. And I, I, touch my, I fluff my hair and I look at my dogs. Because I have yeah. four dogs sleeping, so I'm always looking over to see what they're doing. I yeah, think I, I did the wrong. I'm group. doing the same thing right now. So I don't know. Still why. sleeping. I, I, I can't sit still. <laughs> it drives my husband nuts when we watch movies. He'll he'll grab my leg. And stop moving your leg. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'll, I'll do better, Kathy. I'll do better. I think I was the wrong group. <laughs> so food. So when you're, I mean, well, I figure when you travel, it's easier to travel with like freeze dried or um, something that travels well. Yeah. Um, So I've tried two different things now. Um, It it can't, I just can't bring the raw food. Um, So 
you know, and I've read, I've read people say, you know, bring, Oh, bring a cooler. And, um, you know, then it'll be good for three days. And then, you know, after you could ship your food to where you're going, it's like now where I'm going, I don't <laughs> we're in the middle of the desert. I don't know. So, and there's not enough room. I, we don't even usually have enough room for us to bring a cooler, which is why those, uh, gas station bathroom stops are so important. So we can replenish some energy drinks, but we bring freeze dried food for ourselves and then I bring dehydrated food for the dogs. So this will be, Kathy will enjoy this, but I, I ended up going with Zeewee Peak for the dogs. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it has no, a lot no, of... No, no, there's a name for us. Raw right feeding now. adjacent. Girl, don't you know, hashtag. <laughs> All right now. Yeah. So it's um, it's more, it's calorie dense, which is why I like it. So I don't have to feed them as much. Um, and, oh, I'm, I'm really proud. Bear lasted a really long time laying down until he finally got up to investigate. Yeah. Are you talking? So, are you talking to me? Like, who are you talking to? Are you talking? Do you need me to come um, over there? The person who so, comes to me is Apollo. Um, so yeah, so we do the Zee Peak. So I, I feed them once a day with the raw food, um, except for they get like a little lunch at midday, um, of goat's milk and bone broth. Um, okay. Okay. But their main meals once a day. Too? I'm sorry. You make your own bone broth too. Yeah. It's my least favorite thing to do actually. Really? I, I hate it. I, on my Instagram, I'll share my Instagram with you guys, but I just made some, uh, last week. It's, it's a whole three day process. It's, it's just, the, it's just the worst. I, I need to streamline a way to do this. I don't know. I need a pressure way. cooker. <laughs> yes, I know. I use my, I use my crock pot. Yeah. 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 But yeah, um, so the Zee Peak. So I still do once a day okay. and I don't feed them until, uh, we get to where we're going for the night. So, and I'm going to tell you why I have that rule now, because we had a mess. Uh, <laughs> so towels are a big thing also that I bring and I'll just line the sides of the Jeep with like three or four towels. Um, because, the last time we went on a trip was over Christmas break and we it was a long trip. It was eight days and we did like a little loop, kind of went like down to Southern California and then scooted over to um, Arizona and then Nevada and then back home. And wow. um, yeah, so it was long. So every day, I mean, the first day we were in the car, we went through LA traffic and it turned what was supposed to be a nine hour drive into like a 12 hour drive. It was miserable bless my husband because I was, I was in tears. I was like, I we're never going to get there. It was terrible. And all of the dogs had picked up. And I think it was because we had a ton of heavy rain. They had picked up mm. some kind of parasite from the dirt mm. in the yard and they were all on antibiotics. So I have three dogs with diarrhea, oh. getting, getting antibiotics twice a day in the back of a car. And I had, you have to give it with food. So when we, we left in the morning, I gave them just a small, small meal, just a teeny little bit, half a scoop of, of the Zeewee with their antibiotic. And we were in the car for a couple of hours and one of them just threw up everywhere and it was miserable. So they don't eat until we're done driving for the day now. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think when, when Jack threw up though, now that I remember, if you can imagine traveling with this. I was coming off of my contract with the Honest Kitchen. 
So I'm going into like McDonald's or Burger King and getting hot water in a cup to come out in old like coolant containers to mix the honest kitchen, which is a mess. Mm -hmm. Um, And then have them, you know, eat it and then throw everything away because it was just one meal. So um, traveling with the the seaweed peak, it makes it a lot easier. Um, But yeah, I don't know about the diarrhea. I, I would have been crying too, girl. Crying. Was, um, I mean, there was no going back. We had, I mean, we had places booked and we were seeing a family member halfway through and there was no, there was no staying home. And we just, yeah, you just here, have to so. you gotta keep going. You just got to keep right. going. Just so we asked you a couple of questions um, when we, you know, first sent you some information about doing this episode. And we asked you to talk about your, passion and how long you've been associated with any particular organizations. And so I'm going to turn this over to Kimberly because this is a language that both of you all, I'm sorry, no, it's the favorite pet products and the products that your pets can't live without. But I'm very interested to listen about you all talk about adored beast probiotics and AD uh. beast and leaky guts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll Adore. jump back in when you get to Big Barker. I know. Well, um, yeah. yeah. So we share a love of Adored Beast. I actually have a, a video going out today um, about the newest Adored Beast, what the wolf and the, the is it the soil and sea or the sea and soil? Yeah. I think it's the soil and sea um, probiotics and um, pre and probiotics. But I'm excited about them because um you know, I started my dogs on them in October after I went to a summit down in Southern California and, um, Rod or Rodrigo Apollo around his butt, he had this recurring rash and we, it it got to a point where he now understands the phrase, get out of your butt, because we were saying that all the time because he's itching and itching. And you look back there, it's red and little drops of blood and it was a mess. It would get healed. It would turn black. It was just an awful, awful mess. I would get it cleared up. I'm using salves and all these things. It would clear up, but then it would come right on back. And, but within a couple of months, probably by, we started the beginning of October, by the end of November, it was gone. And we haven't, it hasn't been an issue since. And, and it's because of the alternating between the supplements, but also you mentioned that your dogs are on the leaky gut protocol or the yeasty beast. So um, I ended up doing that for bear. So I actually thought that my golden retriever was having um, like environmental allergies. I previously, he had gotten cytopoint shots when he was younger. And it's, it's actually really upsetting to me that when it comes to a lot of conventional veterinary clinics, they will not discuss literally any other alternative with you. And so when he was one or two years old, he started having just this terrible excessive paw licking and it like to the point where they would just get raw and chapped and bleed. Mm -hmm. And so I brought him to that and they were like, Oh, Golden retrievers are really prone to environmental allergies, but if you give him this mm-hmm. shot every three months, he'll be totally fine. And I was like, oh, thank you. For <laughs> solution. That's the solution, right? Not the fact that he's a hot dog and I was feeding him Purina lamb uh, mm-hmm. recipe and, you know, God knows what else. So 
So he was on title point. So then I started looking into this last year and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm switching to raw. I'm going to try and do holistic, you know? And I promised my husband, cause he was pretty skeptical at first. I <laughs> promised him that if things did not improve, I would not let my dog suffer and I would get him another shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, he had to let me try. He said, okay. So I started with the CBD, um, I have it right here. Oh, Harley, did you have some of this? Yes, I have that too. Right, the ease and then the soothe. Yep. So I did. No, you're not getting any right now. (laughs) Uh, So we started with that uh, because he started licking really bad again. And he was at the point where he would have been due for another shot, actually a couple months overdue. Um, So he started licking his paws terribly again. So I, I used that and it it helped a little bit, but oh my God, did his paws reek so bad. And so then I thought this can't just be allergies. I think that it's a yeast problem. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of research and I ended up deciding on the adored beast product. So right now we're about two weeks into the yeasty beast. Um, and then he's got another two weeks to go. And then immediately after finishing that, I'm going to start him on the leaky gut, mm-hmm. um, with the thought that anything, you know, this yeast overgrowth is probably coming from him not having the most healthy gut biome, um, from all the the years that he was on kibble and getting steroids and all that stuff. So, um, but I've seen a drastic improvement. The licking is pretty much gone. I can tell that he's doing some shedding of the yeast because, um, his ears are getting gooey and, um, like I'll see on his bed after he sleeps at night, like a couple of, um, I don't know. It's not stains, but like little spots, like where I think he was kind of shedding some yeast off of his paws overnight. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're definitely seeing improvement. So I'm, I'm really hopeful that I never have to give him another. Carol, when you, um, had him on side of point, what was the question? Where were you living geographically? Buff- in Buffalo. Okay. New York. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm finding that, um, See, I don't know too many people on the West Coast that deal with this as much as people on the East Coast. Um, but which, I'm which is funny because we have, and maybe it's because the difference is because we have the rain and stuff here. So I would think that we would, but we don't have the humidity. Well, is see, the pollen. Are you talking about we the have pollen? the pollen, but we just don't have the humidity. And I wonder if yeah. the humidity also contributes. Well, I think what helps is that you have very strong, healthy fall and winters, mm-hmm. which kill a lot of things. And I don't. I mean, okay. it it was 31 degrees this morning for a very, very short period of time. And now it's warm. So I'm not going to have a whole lot of um, cold months. Really, I don't. February is probably the dampest and the chilliest. And the other 11 months, you'd be hard pressed to determine, you know, what season it is. So I I know that that has a whole lot to do with it. Um, Jack's Cara does really well on the side of point um, during particular periods of of, uh, the year. And I can tell when the side of point is wearing off. It lasts um, sometimes four months, but mm. I can tell when it's starting to wear off because that's when I will see 
him um, licking his paws. And he yeah. never really licks the bottom. He actually licks the top of the feet as if he spilled something. And he's trying to get the, the last bit of crumbs or juice from whatever it is that I think he may have spilled. I'm interested, though, in the um, the yeasty beast. So I'll look into it. But um, for Harley, I, I have done just about everything I could from the inside out to trying the holistic side of point. It doesn't even help him. He is an Apoquil baby. Um, yeah. Now that he is a senior dog, we've reduced it to probably um, a half a pill every other day. That's good. Um, so, you know, he's not quite the addict that he was in his formative years, but mm -hmm. man. And then I also think that the amount of time you spend outside has a lot to do with it. Now I could be crazy. Just let me live in my little fake world because <laughs> ever since he's been retired from therapy work, he really doesn't go anywhere. Harley has very little interest in other than a two block walk to do his business. And then he wants back in. <laughs> so, um, and I've always been, you know, uh, a Paul wiper and all of that stuff. But so I'm going to try the yeasty. I'm going to look into the yeasty beast and see if that may help Jax just a little bit during those seasons. We won't get back into that now until probably September. So I have some time to go ahead and, and let it work in his system. But it's it's bad. When it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. And it's it's heartbreaking to watch it them. Is. You know, it is. Just can't. I wonder too if the fact that I, I've heard you mention a few times on here that Harley has the little socks, you know, to help him um, with his feet. <clears throat> I wonder if that might also be playing some role in helping with the allergies because you know, you can track stuff in from the outside and it can still be on your floor. And if it's environmental allergies and it's soaking in through his paws, um, having those socks on him might also be helping. I actually have some of those for bear. I think so. I just sometimes worry. And I think that um, we have a tendency, all of us, Kimberly included. Um, <laughs> I saw that. Remember <laughs> I saw that look. Um, I think we have the tendency to put ourselves into our dogs. Cause here's what I'm about to tell you. I don't like socks. Okay. And so sometimes I take Harley's socks off and Leah's like, why did you take his socks off? And I said, because his feet have to air. They got to air. <laughs> it's another, so see another thing that makes me question our friendship. You don't oh. like socks. I got two baskets filled with socks. Oh God. Are they fuzzy what? socks? My, huh? Are they like fuzzy for around the house? You all know? the, all kinds of socks. Yeah. I have, I, it just depends on my mood. I got socks for Christmas from my in-laws and you would think that they had given me like $10,000 because I was so happy. And then I went and bought more because I was like, I like these. I'm going to get another packet of them. I don't want to talk about your mother, <laughs> but I, cause I don't know her yet. I hope to meet her one day. I, I don't, um. I find that people, old ass people that have these fetishes, like I just have socks. 
I wonder, did you not get like a favorite pair of socks when you were a child? Were you <laughs> and did you perform and get like popped in public? And now you have this thing where I got to get more socks. I got to get more. I don't socks. know where it came from. It was probably some crazy story, but I do. I, I mean, I went on a trip, an overnight trip with a friend and I packed eight pairs of socks. I mean, and it's just, I don't know what it is. I just like socks. I really do. I, well, my thing is so on right now that are so nice and they're comfy. And one time I took a pair of socks <laughs> off of Harley and I saw, I thought that his feet looked red. And I said, see, they just got you living in these socks all day. I keep them on. Um, now he will sleep with the socks on the rear paws. And I do that because if he gets up and I don't hear him, and then he's in that frog rabbit position, he doesn't have the traction to stand back up. So I will put them on his back feet just so that I know Mm -hmm. that if he does get up, he can still stand upright if I'm really having, you know, a good REM sleep. But I attribute my non-fetish sock relationship (laughs) to to him feeling the same way. He is a dog. So I see you. I can see all that. I'm changing the subject. I also see that you enjoy the big barker for your Jeep. Yes. So I'll, let me try. I don't know if I can get you to see this or not because he's actually laying. He's laying. Oh, look at him. So yes, that's the bear. I love golden retrievers. I know, me too. So this um, bed is supposed to have like a shock absorbing technology. And that is one of the things that I'm always the most concerned about when we're off-roading. So you, you rock crawl at like three miles an hour. I mean, you're literally, I could walk faster than how fast my Jeep is going sometimes, but still you're going over bumps and things are shifting and moving. And, you know, they, they do, they just lay back there and for the most part, they just lay on their beds. But the problem is I have to pile bed after bed after bed for me to feel like they're getting enough cushion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's frustrating and beds only last so long. So I ended up just biting the bullet and I, I got the two big Barker beds, um, one for the house and one for the Jeep. And we'll see on our next adventure nice. uh, how it goes. So but yeah, shock absorbing technology. I don't know. Well, I did the knee drop um, on it to see if, you know, and it, it, I, did I, it. I was fine. Yep. I, I, I don't, it. I still don't recommend it for people because it's kind of scary when you start like falling down and it's like, how are my knees? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not getting any younger. I don't understand. So, so the whole go. premise of going with your Jeep. Hi, Bella. Oh, <laughs> The whole purpose of taking your Jeep up the mountain over the rocks is to do what when you get to the top? Celebrate, take a picture. Okay. Decompress. We we like to try and have a minute where we, when we get to where we're going, or if we come across a gorgeous site on the way, and we just did this in Sedona, where you just park the Jeeps, you get out. And you sit down on a rock and you just exist and just enjoy nature. It was, it was 30 degrees, flurries of snow, 
and uh, mud everywhere, but we, we just got out, we sat down on a rock and we spent about 15 minutes just looking at the different colors and enjoying nature and just appreciating what's off the beaten path. Kind of what Kimberly does with these giant mushrooms in her. <laughs> they are yes. not that big. I do Have not trip the over them. Of the death caps yet? Has Kathy seen one? No, she won't take a picture for me. I will. They're not up yet. She's probably too afraid to trip over it. This I know. I know. This is not death cap year. This isn't death cap season. Is your lens not big enough? I mean, I know. And I have this new camera now, so I'll be able to get. I mean, I have a little That's death cap garden and under my trees down there. They're, they're all over. I took a whole bunch of them last year. Took a whole bunch of pictures. I just love them. I'm just grateful that my dogs don't bother them. Yeah. I'm worried about this one, though. So talk to me, uh, us, I should say, about what you're working on right now that you'd like to discuss. Well, I, I've i spent the last month trying to decide whether or not I want to get the, the Feed Real Movement uh, dog parent nutrition course. And I know you took it and I know you loved it. I did. And they have a deal that ends today at midnight. And I, I think I'm just going to do it. I don't know. Good. I've taken two courses already. Yeah. So I don't know what, I mean, I'm I know you took always the, more to learn, but I know you took the raw fed and nerdy one. What's the other course you took? It was, um, I did Scott's one of Scott's paid oh, okay. courses, the yeah. raw feeding one one Yeah. And that, that was really nice. Cause he's, yeah. he's very relatable and he's really funny. Yeah. So that was my first. And then I did the raw fed and nerdy, which I just finished. And, um, I th- I'm, I'm just going to do it. I don't know why I keep pretending like, um, oh, like, I, I learned so much. And I mean, I walked away from it just, you know, and what's funny is that I, I didn't agree with everything in the course. Cause like it, it has a whole section about fur and I don't, I don't agree that I don't think that fur is a good source of, of anything really personally. I just don't think our dogs are gaining anything from eating fur. But enrichment. Um, it's a good source of enrichment. Exactly. That's yeah, that's basically what it is. But it's just sort of like um, and they also have some thoughts on like omega-3 fatty acids where I was like, oh, I don't know if, if I, I buy into that. But I got in, I just loved it because the person who helped them create it is so passionate and mm-hmm. um about the whole thing, and she's so much fun to talk to. And ah, oh, I just I I want to take it again. Because it was just like, it was so much fun. I'm looking forward to the next level. I don't know if, if my brain can handle the next level, but I'm going to give it a shot. The one that's for basically vet techs and veterinarians. Yeah, I saw they're working on that. I think that's going to be pretty expensive though. Didn't they say it was going to be like $900? Oh, good Lord. Well, then maybe I Unless I'm wrong. I could be totally wrong. I, I could have misheard. <laughs> but, but I thought I saw it was going to be a lot, but yeah. I'm yeah, just no, gonna take it. I'm not. <laughs> it's good to compare. It's good. Yeah, but it is, we'll wait and see. Knowledge. But yeah, it's like, it's, it's a lot of fun. What do you, what, um, why do you take the courses? What do you plan on doing with them? I don't, I don't know. Nothing. I make just making, formulating my own food. I, my husband keeps telling me, he's like, oh, you should make a business out of this. And I'm like, hell no. I don't <sighs> have time for that. You know, uh, to stay working in medicine, like you have to have X amount of continuing education credits every year. And like, you have to go to um, you know, it's a good idea to go to conferences and stay up to date with stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just, it would be a lot to still work in medicine and then also try and work in animal nutrition. Like I've this, it's just for me, it's yeah. just for me. but I am making a little, like a, it's not a book. It's just a document, like a little compilation of 
the stuff I've learned, what I've read, um, you know, from the courses I've taken with books and references and stuff like that. So that if a coworker or a friend or someone is interested in starting their dogs on raw, then I can be like, here you go. And just give them yeah. some stuff. I mean, I think it's amazing because, you know, I, it's funny because years ago I would have people reach out to me and say, Hey, you know what? I'm thinking of starting a blog about raw feeding. Would that bother you? And I'm like, why would that bother me? And as if I claimed the topic for myself yeah. and yeah, I wish that that were a possibility that we could claim something like that. But when it comes to raw feeding, because there isn't any set way to do anything, we're all just sort of out here doing our own things and learning from each other. The more voices, the better, because yeah. for every single person, like, you know, the raw fed and nerdy group, that's not my favorite group. And I haven't had good experiences with them in the past, but I recognize their value in the community because I will connect with people who don't, they just don't relate to me because I'm, I'm more of a, a, a pinch of this, a splash of this, whatever the case. And they want to know specifically what they need to do. And I send them right over to the raw fed and nerdy team because it's like, they are going to be able to get you in that space because yeah. that's what you want to do. It's sort of like, there's a space for all of us. And so the more the merrier, I love it. I think so too. Well, I agree. It's good to have like, you're kind of dabble in different areas because it keeps you from, I think, going too far down one rabbit hole, you know, like something yeah. to always pull you back and be like, well, did you consider this? Or, Hey, look at this new information that we, you know, mm -hmm. found that would not have been available in that other group. So yeah, I stay in there. Um, I, I really, actually, I only have a couple of groups. I have that one. I have Scott's group and then, um, Dr. Judy Morgan's group and that's mm -hmm. about it. So yeah. So otherwise it's too much. Um, Kimberly, I don't know if I've asked you this and I probably have several times, but I never wrote it down for the, um, hashtag raw food adjacent club, um, who wants to hashtag be the bone broth adjacent club member <laughs> also I'm not making bone broth. I'm just not doing it. Um, I respect y'all. Listen, much love. <laughs> Where can I buy the best bone broth? If you weren't making your bone broth, what brand would you buy? Green Juju. Doesn't Billy? Yeah, doesn't Green Juju makes bone broth? Yeah. Oh, that's that man named Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Green Juju. Okay. Who's Billy? That's right. It's who's Billy. Right. Who is Billy? Billy needs to come on back now that I know he's real. Yeah, he's uh, coming. He's actually going to be in town at the end of the month. You always want to just throw shade. Just put that out there. <laughs> well, you know, Kathy, I spoke to Billy the other day. Did you really? I did. It was like a. It was like I got a phone call from a celebrity. It was crazy. It was very exciting. He, <laughs> call, he called me because I asked him about a pricing on his product. Uh, I think Kimberly knows because I put it on the yeah. heartbeat. But I, I, a small independent pet store near me ordered his raw goat's milk in for me at my request because they said they could get it. And on his website, it's $11 for a quart. And they charged me $17 for a quart. And I was like, this seems like an, an exorbitant upcharge. That's more than 50% of what it costs that you're upcharging. Exactly. I was like, this is not, but I, I felt, I would, sometimes I get real nervous, you know, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I just bought it because she ordered it for me. So I was like, oh, God. Like, you start twirling your ring. 
It's bear. <laughs> I'm trying to push him away and it's not working. Well. Um, so yeah, so I was there at the counter and she's like, this is the price. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So I bought it. And then I called Green Juju and I asked them if they had different wholesale pricing and if they knew why I was upcharged or if it was literally just the store that was charging me too much. And he personally called me back and he was like, I told them what my recommended pricing was for the store and they're charging you essentially what I would charge for a whole gallon. And I'm sorry. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so well, you know, um, him said, if I couldn't find it, you know, to let him know. But all I did was when I got to Wolfgang and I was like, hey, you stopped selling green juju. So she was like, nobody's buying it. I said, I'm somebody. <laughs> so, um, I said, Billy Holcomb said, hey. You they, know, need to, I, they need to get Billy out there to um to so, do a presentation. No, she, she started carrying it. So, but last I checked, I was on his site the other day and it was down. They were uh, having website issues. Yeah, because I kind of um Harley had given me such a passionate let's back up look about um while I was fixing oh it's not the blonde blend. What is it? The Bailey's blend? The golden blend? There we go. Somebody can't. So why can't you get that? I don't know. <laughs> but when I say blonde blonde blend, everybody knows what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, we do. It's but that's so Harley's good. favorite. And he just had this <laughs> adoring look on his face that I captured with my phone. And I was going to tag them. But yeah. So, okay. So there's, I got to get my people to start ordering the bone broth then. I mean, there's a lot of brands out there now that come up with bone broth. But if I were to just go to a store and pick up bone broth, I'd immediately just go and get green juju. And of course, he has to have two flavors to choose from. Of course. Mm-hmm. Variety is the key. Bison and duck, isn't it? Like Yes. Bison and duck. Yes. Yeah. I thought I got to cut costs somewhere, so I just make my own. Yeah. I'm not, I can't do that. Yes, you can. It's very easy. <laughs> it's tedious, but it's, you know, it's. It's annoying because it takes a couple of days for me, but it's, it yeah. is super easy. It's, it's for her. Right. It's yeah. for me without the pressure cooker. Yeah. yeah. With a pressure cooker, it's six hours. I put it outside on the porch because the guy that lives in this house says that it makes a house smell like a slaughterhouse. It does not. Good Lord. It smells like you're making soup. Yes, exactly. So, so I just you, make it outside six hours. I got to work through this because you want to charge me. $56 for four packs of bone broth. How big? And they're talking about made in small batches. 20 Please. Ounce. You can do $56. That'll get you a small, that'll get you a, a small pressure cooker on sale. 20 ounce pouches. 20 ounce. So I just go and get that and then get some bones at the butcher and throw it in there. There you go. Bone broth. Woo-hoo. I just use the ones that I'm like, if it's left over from the meal. So if I get a big pork um, shoulder or something like that, once I'm done carving all the meat off, I'll yep. pop those in a, in the freezer for a few days. And then when I have a loaded chicken feet, I scoop out some chicken feet and I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, the chicken. Feet, you, so using feet is really great because it has, it's the, the collagen and stuff in the feet, anything that's like a collagen rich, that's what makes it kind of, um, like that jelly-like consistency, and it's really good for their joints. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
That's great. Chicken feet. So wait. So you know, excuse me, raw food adjacent. You what, what part of adjacent did you all miss? No, all of that, just the look on your face, everything. That was just all unnecessary. Now, Kathy, <laughs> I know you shop at Whole Foods. Exactly. Not, they sell chicken feet. Guys talk about and a little chicken feet. No, yes. I'm not they bringing- sell chicken feet at Whole Foods. You can go. I just go to the Asian market. I get a big old batch of them. I throw it into a pot with my like, because I get some. I have some. I don't know what they are, but they're not bison neck bones. Bison tail bones, I think. I got those in there, and I'll just throw it all in there, and yum. Here's what we're gonna do, because see, I have to ask you, because Kimberly is not gonna do this. I want you to care to send me your bone broth recipe. Okay. Hey, Kimberly. I will send it to you. I have to. Um, if it can, we use. You know what? This is the bone broth recipe. You take a slow cooker, you fill it up with a bunch of bones, you pour hot water over it until it covers the bones. You take some apple cider vinegar, maybe a quarter cup, throw that in there too, seal it six hours, bring it back, let it cool down. When it's cool enough, you transfer all the bones in there. Keep the meat because, hey, you don't throw meat away. Throw the bones away, transfer it into glass jars, let it cool again. Take the fat, scrape it off, throw that in the trash, and then throw it in the freezer. Bone broth. It literally takes nothing. Kathy, if you but go the to look Instagram, on your face, Kathy. She I looks mean, so disgusted. What is <laughs> look on your face. She's like, I'm not gonna remember all that. Kathy, if you go to my if you go to my Instagram, it's one of the last posts I did. See. Or that. Or you can go to Kara's. But I'll email it to you too. What's your Instagram account, Kara? It's uh, wandering tales that Jeep trails, but I'll, I'll email it to you too. It's easy. Go to Whole Foods. You find everything you need at Whole Foods. Chicken feet, huh? Chicken feet. Yeah. Yes. You know, this $56 ain't sounding so bad. First of all, all the things <laughs> described are not things that I generally cook in the, in the first place. So, you know, and, and there's a reason for that, but, um, I, the things that we do for our dogs. I mean, come on. That's what's so funny is that I would have had that attitude probably seven years ago, but now it's just like, yeah, I'm actually, now that we've spoken about it, I'm like, do I got time to run to the store and get some chicken feet? <laughs> the woman who called me all happy last year because she said, I have the best day. It's so nice and sunny on here. And I, I, I had my dogs had rabbit heads as a treat. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm making what fish bone broth on the porch and, and all kinds of craziness happen around here. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be using fish. I, that might be beyond me, but I, I do. I, I have learned. some fish heads in the freezer. Some fish, some, yeah, some skeletons, some skins. I'm going to put those. I'm going to put those in a pot soon. And this, this stuff will come shipped frozen with dry ice on my curb. I think maybe you're better off just getting it at the pet store. I think it'll be a better price. Yes. Well, this is for four. I don't know if I need four, but we're we're just going to see. I will. I will attempt. <laughs> not your, not yours. Miss Kara's nicer to me than you are. <laughs> I, will, I will attempt Kara's 
phone broke. All right. But you better believe it's going to be on YouTube and everything else with that face. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Kara, thank you so much for joining us. You are so welcome. And thank you for inviting me. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> I told you, you was just no need for you to be nervous. None whatsoever. We will have to have you come back. Everybody comes back. If we don't ask you to come back, then we didn't get the ratings we were looking for. No, I'm just kidding. I know we don't look at our ratings. <laughs> if I come back, I got to show you my go bag. I packed I packed the doggy go bag in case you wanted to see it. So next Okay, time. show. Oh, okay. Well, unless you want it now, but I wasn't sure if Harley you was going to show it. You want to see it? Harley is laid out. Okay. Show us the show us the go bag. Go bag. So, when we travel, this, this is nice. You came so prepared. As I try and put every pet product that we need in one bag. So for a disaster, you're ready. Hmm? You need to let it go. Disaster too. Just let it go, Kathy. (laughs) It's the dogs. They make everything. Eventually I'll eventually I'll get my disaster kit going. Leave me alone. (laughs) We're just gonna hide here. Preparedness is what's the most important thing. Organization. So top. Food. And then collapsible dog bowls are a lifesaver. Put the food in the water right in there. Give it a rinse. Pop it back in. Takes up minimal space. Got medications are over here. So Zofran, if somebody decides they want to throw up in the car. We've got some Calm. For my girl with anxiety and slippery elm, given our last diarrhea experience. Grooming supplies, very important because I have long haired dogs and they get burrs and all kinds of crap stuck in their fur. So we got doggy wipes, smart nail clippers, just in case. I've had copper catch a dew claw before, and um, when it's cracked and dangling, it's not great. So we usually bring a set of those. So you got food, you got grooming, you got medications. These are Bear's little doggy booties, just in case. And then something to light up because, um, you know, when we're camping in the middle of the night and there's no lights and the dogs are running around in the dark, this um, glows in the dark. So Nice. Nice. And this then really smart. something for... The wilderness. So I always have spare dog bags on hand and I I hate to use these if I don't have to, because it's not great for the environment. But, um, one really important thing about going out on trails is the mantra of leave no trace. And that includes poop. So if your dog is going to poop somewhere, you either need to take your trowel and dig a hole and bury it in the ground, or you need to pick it up. (laughs) So, and I don't carry a trowel. What, what are you afraid that's tracking you? Hmm? What are you afraid that's tracking you? Well, it's not that. It's more that, um, you know, every place you go kind of has its own ecosystem. And you don't okay. want to introduce anything that doesn't belong there, whether that means, you know, your empty bag of chips or your dog's poop or your that's- own poop for that matter. I don't know. You ever poop in the wilderness? It's... No, you would have to. You'd have to go back and ask, have you ever been to the wilderness? 
<laughs> I wanted to know if you pooped in the wilderness too. Have you ever pooped in the wilderness? Do you think anybody was ever going to ask you that on this show? That's the, that's the best part of this episode. Because I have been to a Holiday Inn. Yes, sir. <laughs> Holiday Inn is not the same as the wilderness, although their bathrooms, I would prefer the wilderness. And then... And I've been to the bathroom on I-95. Does that count? <laughs> One of these guys. So this is just a lifted dog yeah. bed. And it's really, really nice for the outside because, you know, fluffy tails and dirt. So, mm-hmm. yes. But that's uh, that's about it. That's, nice. that's an impressive bag. It is an impressive bag. I want to go make a bag. <laughs> Thanks. Stop I going. think this is my husband's old gym bag from high school. So it's survived a really long time. That's nice. That's very nice. Very, very nice. Well, let's try this again. Thanks for joining us, Kara. That was amazing. (laughs) Thanks for having me. A lot of fun. You did. You did so well. Thank you. I'll fidget less next time. (laughs) I'll fidget more. Just the way you are. (laughs) Just the way you are. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Yeah, that was amazing. Want to come back and share more information? about traveling with your pack, please just let us know. We'd love to have you. I would love to come back. And in the meantime, I'll be listening every week. Okay. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) Recipe. Yes. I will email you the recipe as soon as we get off as a matter of fact, because otherwise I'll forget. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, Well, I'll say it. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. (laughs) 